Hey, all you bald and balding people, Kristen and Paige here. If you could please pause this episode right now before you listen and go to the top of our profile wherever you're listening to our show, please do. Ratings help people find our podcast easier. We want to be able to continue to grow, but there's only so much our hosts can do. It will only take a few minutes out of your day, so please go leave us a rating if you're an avid listener. Thank you. Those bold chicks. Hello, all you bald and balding people, and welcome back to Those Bald Chicks, your favorite alopecia podcast. I'm Paige, and I'm here with Kristen, and Kristen's mom, Wanda. Welcome, Wanda, and thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to be here. This is awesome. I think what you guys are doing is just a super way to get your messages out there to those people that have alopecia. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah, good good on your daughter. She's the one that thought of it. So, well, (laughs) it takes a group, though, you know, and that's that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Paige kills it every single time. (laughs) She edits all of these. She, like, oh man, she does so much social (laughs) media, everything. So, that's huge. We should have both of ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> what were you going to say, mom? That's the way people what? That's the way they get the message, you know, that there is other people out there that have what they have. And I know when you were young and we didn't have any of these resources and it, it was tough. Yeah. You know, it's so crazy to think of that because I obviously didn't have alopecia when social media wasn't around. I, it was around and <laughs> thriving, but to think of Kristen growing up without any of that and just trying to navigate through life is crazy. You know, I'm sure there was groups, yeah. but we didn't have, you know, the internet access. We didn't even know, you know, that right. there would have been groups out there. And yeah, so we right. struggled. It was basically word of mouth. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. NAF in the United States was created far longer than CANAF. So really? like, I mean, I'm pretty sure CANAF has only been around for seven or eight years. I yeah. had no idea. Mm-hmm. So even like, even if we wanted to, we would have had to travel to the States and right. that just wasn't feasible. So, right. Yeah. Is CANAF by you or is it in a different part of Canada? Do you know? No, it's in Ontario. Uh, so even that is like tricky to go over and get to. Yeah. So I have been thinking like now that like COVID's kind of over that we could start something here yeah. and maybe do it like between Calgary and Edmonton. Cause those are our big cities and do it right where my mom is in Red Deer and oh, do smart. like, both like, uh, you know, parents and children thing. And then also, you know, the adults with alopecia. So. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I got to get it off the ground though. (laughs) (laughs) You can do it. I can do it. Yeah. (laughs) Along with everything else we do. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Add it to the list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, mama. So I'm going to quiz you. How old was I when I lost my hair? (laughs) You had just turned 13, Madiri. Good job. (laughs) <laughs> January 3rd of 20, what was it? <laughs> yeah, I think it was two, 2003. 2002 because yeah. it was 20 2002. years. 2002, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, I exact, know, right? the exact date, too. That's the exact oh, date. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. do you remember I, from that day? Oh, <laughs> we were playing cards. Like we had, you know, it was Christmas time and stuff. So we had family over and stuff and we're playing cards. Kristen came and sat beside me, I think, on the stool or something. And all of a sudden, I feel all this stuff on my arm. And I'm going, what is that? And I said, get away from me. You got my hair coming out or whatever. You know, what are you doing? Then she kind of, you know, said what was going on. And it was like, what? I said, what do you mean? Well, I think your oatmeal bath that you gave me has made my hair fall out. And I said, what? What are you talking about? 
yeah and then she kind of come out that you know she'd been in the bath and her hair started falling out and it was like are you freaking kidding me like this is what the heck is going on right. you know and then what do you do you know then it's like I mean how do we fix this how do we how do we get around this like so of course you know send her to the doctor and everything and yeah. that was a joke you know, the doctor just had no sympathy, no nothing. Oh, you're losing your hair. Big deal. And it's like, yeah, it is a humongous deal. Right. Like, what do you do? What do you fix? How do you fix it? What What can we do? Make right. her quit eating what? Make, you know, yeah, you're right. lost. You're lost because there is no answer. Did they do any tests on her? No testing at that time. But, yeah. but he did suggest to go to a dermatologist, you know, like a okay. skin specialist and stuff. And... He said she could lose half her hair, but he said, that's no big deal. And I'm going, she's 13 years old. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Where are you from? So then, of course, we did go to the dermatologist and she was supposed to be one of the top ones. And obviously she's, she was good in her field, but as you guys know, there's no cure for alopecia, but we didn't know that. So we tried everything. I mean, this poor kid losing her hair and then going to this dermatologist who said, well, yes, we can, we can help you. So of course you get hope, hope builds up, you know, and you want to believe because the alternative is like, wow, what are we going to do? So then she says, well, we'll give her shots in the head and we will put her on this thing. We'll put her on this prednisone and put her on Rogaine. So we did everything. And I mean, the first time we went for these shots in her head, she didn't have any numbing or anything given to her beforehand and you go in the room with her and she says oh yeah we're gonna do you know I don't know how many was the first time Chris like oh hundreds hundreds of shots little injections in the head with with no numbing or whatever and you know her whole head was just these little spots of blood coming out everywhere and it's like all I wanted to do was cry oh yeah and I couldn't because that is the worst thing you can do is show that you feel sorry for them because you don't want that into their head, right? So, of course, after taking the shots and put her on prednisone and Rogaine, the hair started to come back. You know, it was this little stuff all over her head. She'd go back for more shots and then it would, you know, she blew up big with the prednisone. Like, yeah. I mean, the poor kid, I show her pictures of it now and she has pictures and she just, just throws those don't away. Don't be showing those. <laughs> don't be showing those. She's like anybody. Just throw them in the fire pit. <laughs> what do you think I did with the one that I found at Grampy's house? This... Nope, don't want that. <laughs> I think but... you. I think you've shown me one or two it of was, you. It was hideous, and I have shown <laughs> you. But oh. what is that doing to her body, too? Oh, you know, what right. is that? And then you hear about all the side effects and how bad it is for you. So then you stop it, and the hair all falls out. Yep. And it's like so. We said to the dermatologist, "Well, now what? Well, no, you have to stay on it." And you have to stay on all this stuff. And I said, but what's the point if the minute you go off of it, it falls out. Plus, it's damaging your body and your organs. So how can that be healthy for you? Right. But in the meantime, this kid still has to go to school and face everything that is in tandem with this. Like, I'm wearing a bandana. And Kristen was, as you know, quite stubborn, still is. (laughs) And she did not want to admit, and I don't blame her, that her hair wasn't going to come back. So she didn't want to do the wig route. She didn't want to do anything. So she wore a bandana. (laughs) And then the school, they banned all bandanas and hats and everything. 
Of course. Of course. Right? You've got to be kidding me. No. And so we had to get special permission for her to wear a bandana. But the other kids, they would be so mean, they'd go pull it off. So right from the get-go, there was no information that, you know, she lost her hair. So she's got to have cancer or she's got to have something going on in her family. I mean, she was asked if her parents were getting a divorce by the school counselors, no less. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so at 13 years old, not only are you losing your hair, you have to deal with the mean kids. Yeah. <laughs> and then the teachers say, hey, are, like, is everything OK at home? Are your parents getting a divorce? And she goes, what? You know? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you know something I don't? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Are exactly. there? <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, there's no support, right? I mean, you don't know who to turn to. And anybody you turn to, they give you hope. They say, oh, yes, we can help you. We can fix that. Well, they can't. Right. But you want to believe it, so you do it. You know, yeah. I mean, we went to naturopaths. We went to numerous doctors. She did try laser therapy. And we had this one guy. This was hilarious in Calgary, he says, Oh, yes, come in, we'll help you. No problem. He says, I have a new thing we can take and we she's got eczema anyway. So let's try to put that onto her head. Let's cultivate eczema on her head. Because then the hair follicles will target the eczema and her body, you know, will target that rather than the hair follicles. And maybe her hair will grow back. Are you kidding me? Have you ever had <laughs> eczema or dealt with eczema? You want to put that on her head? Like, you're an idiot. So, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like, okay, well, she already is losing her hair. You don't want to put more on her, like eczema on her head and all of these things. Like, she doesn't want to go through that when she's a kid. Like, you know, you, you don't want to have an itchy head on top of no hair. <laughs> like, yeah, <come> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. That yeah. is the so crazy. You know, and the naturopath, he says, oh, yeah, well, we can help you because we'll detoxify your body because basically, your whole body is full of crap, you know, but that's their whole issue for whoever comes in to see them. So they oh do a kind of a cleanse and they say, once we get these toxins out of your body, oh, your hair will go back. And it's like, so we try that. And there's, oh. you know, thousands of dollars in pills and stuff yeah. because we've dealt with naturopaths before with like my husband has, it's a disease too. It's called CMT. So yeah. we've tried everything with him too. And yeah, they're just, you spend thousands of dollars with the hope that something will improve, but Oh, yeah. And then it yeah. just doesn't, right? So and I had just... to drink nasty chlorophyll. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. you talking about that. Oh, Nobody wants yeah. the green drink. <laughs> <laughs> the forbidden but, green drink. But it didn't help either, no. you know? No. Right. It's like, you wouldn't uh, have minded if it would have helped, you yeah, know? I probably right. still yeah. would have minded. I'm a foodie, <laughs> you know? Don't want to eat grass. It's kind of crazy how a lot of those things you mentioned are still around. Oh, absolutely. And that is yeah. the protocol because they do not know how to treat alopecia because right. there is no, I mean, some things work for some people, some things don't. I'm not saying that they don't work for anybody. Right. But if you have like with what Kristen has, there's nothing, you know, and she has finally accepted that now because she's not willing to put her body through that other crap anymore oh, either, which, absolutely. you know, it's horrible. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that was the one thing that kept my hope going and thinking that I was going to grow all my hair back was all those shots and everything. I was desperate during yeah. all of Well, that. absolutely. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I just kept going for years and years and nothing ever changed. And I was no. like, I'm still hopeful. <laughs> 
because everybody was telling me just keep watching and i'm like i'm watching yeah. nothing's happening but i mean you I'm can't watching give the spots hope. get bigger <laughs> yeah right i think this is doing the opposite effect <laughs> but you can't give up hope either i right. mean there is always hope and yeah. that's what we keep telling her but in the same fact i wanted to go crawl into my bedroom and cry but i couldn't show her that right i mean well it's, you're answering it's so... my next question how did you feel when she started losing her hair devastated absolutely mm-hmm. devastated because you're so helpless you know mm-hmm. you want to be there for them if I could have taken it away and give her my hair I would have in, a, right. in an instant you know and to have somebody you love go through that and not be able to do a darn thing about it these moms that have these little ones that have alopecia like all you can do is love them and tell them they're special and that there's absolutely nothing wrong that it's just the way it is yeah it's crazy to me because you you never acted like that. I only found out about this probably like what three years ago. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Now you make you're gonna make me cry, but <laughs> it is. She's I mean, internalized it all, guys. She's <laughs> hey, most moms do. I mean, uh-huh. who was it that we were talking to? Was it Karen that said I don't show yeah, any of Karen. my emotions to my daughter because I'm you can't. Like, no, yeah, I keep you it can't. because I just want to be a positive, happy person to her. And, it's and you do not want you guys to be feeling sorry for yourselves either, right? Because right? that is not something that should go into your brains because you have nothing to be sorry for. It's happened to you, not because of anything that anybody has. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I completely agree with that. Hey, moms are powerful because Chris and I always talk about this because your mom is just strong and she keeps her emotions from you and she's happy and positive and uplifting. And I just remember... I was an adult while I was going through it. So I was out of the house and I would just text my mom all of my anxiety and depression and tell her everything that I was going through. Cause I'm like, I just started my first professional job. What am I supposed to do with this? Like I sit under a fluorescent light, mom. What am I supposed to do? That was my worst. I would get there an hour early. So I'd get there at six in the morning and I would turn down all the lights specifically in <laughs> To make sure the one above like, my head was dark. And my mom's like, it's okay. You can quit your job if you want to quit your job. Like, she was so supportive during all that. And moms, that's why we were like, we got to have all the moms on. Because they're just such a monumental help in our journeys. Like, they're just so monumental with all their support. So we're just yeah. happy to have you. Very happy to have you. <laughs> Even though I make you cry. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I also make you laugh. So, you know. Absolutely. That is, that's one thing our family has done is humor. Oh, yeah. Humor humor gets you through a lot. Oh, 100%. I completely yeah. So, what was your biggest hurdle that you personally had to overcome in terms of my hair loss? And then what do you think was mine? <laughs> I guess my biggest hurdle was actually accepting it, that there was nothing we could do to make this better, to make your hair come back, to let you have an won't call a normal teenage life but I mean when you dealt with teenagers too it's right. it's so hard you know because there's that image out there you have to be this perfect whatever and if you don't fall within those parameters you get bullied you get whatever so I think the biggest thing was to try and accept and what do we do like how do we move forward you know you got to day positive we have to find alternatives we have yeah. to go see what we can do to make Kristen feel the most comfortable in going through this yeah and Kristen's biggest hurdle absolutely was accepting it on her 
you know, no, I'm not losing oh, my yeah. hair. I'm getting my hair back, right? Yeah. I'm not getting a wig because my hair is coming back. And it's like, okay, okay, yeah, you know, you, you go along with it so long. And then it's like, okay, your hair is not coming back. Let's go figure it out. <laughs> Absolutely. It's left the building. My hair. <laughs> it has left the building and it is in a different country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even if there was resources out there that would help go that transition. And at the time they said, oh, there's a wig place up on, you know, the street, blah, blah, blah. Go check that out, which we did. And they were supposedly the best wig place <laughs> in town. Not very good. Oh, <laughs> I mean, freaking like hairline was literally like an inch wide. Like you could see like holes in the oh, top no. of my head. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. And, and we yet, paid like hundreds of dollars for that. First you know, at, at that time. Yeah. I mean, now yeah. you can get decent <clears throat> wigs, you know, through whatever. What's the one, the catalog thing that you. Wigs.com. Wigs.com. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. You know, for 50 bucks or whatever. And they look better than this, you know, really yeah. expensive one that was supposed to be so good. But I mean, it worked. Yeah. I mean, it, it did right. what we had it to do. Right. Yeah. And it was something. And she went into high school with with a wig. But she hid under that wig for so long that I don't know if it was good, bad, or or what. But at least it, you know, yeah, it was it, it was what tough, it is, right? It was my journey, right? And so it inspired this whole thing. Absolutely. Um, so, what has been the biggest triumph that I've? <laughs> I know it's weird to read those questions for yourself, isn't it? It is. That I accomplished <laughs> in terms of my hair loss. <laughs> coming out and telling people that you have no hair. She told very few people through the whole journey, our family, a couple of like really close friends and stuff. But, you know, even her husband's best friend for years didn't know, yeah. you know. Oh, shit, had... you just found out last year. <laughs> I know, like no clue. And there was other people that, you know, they had no idea. And because Kristen is a very positive person in the most, you know, sense, well, you are, it never come across and she, she hit it very well, very well. And until she's sitting around with some people and a little kid come along and pulled her wig off, it was like, oh boy, now what? You know, so it was, yeah. I remember when she did first post about it. I specifically remember because I reached out to my friend at the time, Ohana, and I was like, please go look at this post. She posted about it and because I recently posted about it. like we're very close in time frame that we posted about it for the first time and I was like she just posted about it and I did and I'm emotional about this she's like <laughs> thriving in this and Mohana and I were like oh we're just crying about her post and yeah. and then she's just become such a positive authentic person in the hair loss community yeah there's so yeah. many that love to follow her including me because everything she does and posts is just so authentic it's so real like you just see Kristen through and through and everything absolutely about yeah Kristen is a very very upbeat positive and absolutely. real she tells it like it is and yep there's pulling no punches she'll I don't know how to anyway <laughs> no but you are you are a very strong person though you have been always and you know I don't know whether we helped you with that at all but you know we never let her feel sorry for herself and if she hurt herself even before she lost her hair if you know she fell down or whatever well who did it get up (laughs) sorry move it move it (laughs) yeah because it's like 
nobody else you wouldn't even let me wear a bandana to school anymore once my hair started growing you're like nope you got to get rid of this (laughs) and I was like what (laughs) I remember that morning being like "Uh, excuse me I'm wearing the bandana no you are not get out the door (laughs) go be yourself yeah I'm sure she did not like me very much (laughs) I was called a monkey that day so no I did not care for you (laughs) well you're kind of a little monkey no, we were a little monkey climbed uh, all over the place. Kids are something I else, aren't they? Kids are just mean. I was walking. I was walking. Oh my gosh. Kids are mean. Kids are oh, very mean. Yeah, absolutely. But it's the best that you could laugh about it now though. Well, oh, you, exactly. you've got to. You gotta be yeah. monkey, right? Absolutely. Because it's not just, you know, it's not just hair loss. I mean, bullies and people like that, they are going to pick on whatever they find about you that is just that teeny little bit of difference. And you wonder, you know, are they that insecure about themselves that they have to pick, pick, pick and just, you know, bully somebody else to try and make themselves feel better. And it's sad. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like as a kid, you don't really know that. You don't know that bullies are going through stuff or have their own problems. You just think they're a mean kid. Like most times bullies are deflecting all of their stuff on you. They're not really, they don't really hate you and they don't really want to bully you but they have so much anger and aggression that they just put it on you and you think you're doing everything wrong and then when you become an adult you're like oh now I get it because that person had a lot of stuff going on I mean still you shouldn't bully but you don't know that as a kid even if you're told that and you're told hey it gets so much better you know blah 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 you're a kid and you're like no it doesn't and you're like no yes it does (laughs) we promise yeah Yeah, exactly but like you say you don't know that when you're a teenager or you know getting bullied you think this is my life what a horrible thing right and that's why it's so important what you guys are doing and having this resource out there for people to reach out to and talk to it's so awesome we do know a lot of people don't like to be public about it there still are tons exactly well there's such a stigma about it right yeah so listening not even Mm -hmm. watching but just listening to people that you can bond with or understand that's a huge avenue we had to fill you know so good job Kristen for that oh shucks so we did it together (laughs) Paige we did it together absolutely I don't know where we'd be me talking in my microphone hey guys are we still listening (laughs) I'm here hello Kristen talking to Kristen that's right interviewing Kristen again (laughs) no did I ever ask the question why don't I have hair Absolutely. All the time. You know, I probably blocked it out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I asked the question many times, like, why? You know, and we would, we would specifically ask doctors and anybody we went to, can you tell me why this has happened? Well, it could be, it could be this, it could be that. And the one that actually made the most sense to me was the guy that explained if your, your gene pool is like a big funnel, you get certain genes from certain people, and it could go back generations. And if the right combinations of genes funnel down into you, then they might have a gene that says, your hair is going to fall out. And, you know, that is the biggest explanation that we ever had that made sense to me. Yeah. So that is just luck of the draw, right? That actually makes sense to me, too, because nobody in my family has hair loss. Exactly. But it could be generations before you, you know, and it's like, wow, you really have no alternative but to accept what you have because sorry it's way from your gene pool from who could be 
you know, six, seven generations before you even existed. Right. And it's not like you would know because they wouldn't have pictures of their hair loss back then. Like if you nope. did your ancestry, they wouldn't have any of that. I feel like pe- with mm-hmm. hair loss, people hit it. Like we did the history yeah. and nobody talked about it. It was like taboo. Nope. So, I mean, my dad had, I called him the chrome dome, right? Because he had the little (laughs) fringe around. Yeah. But he was a farmer too. So he wore a hat all the time. And, you know, we just thought, well, maybe it was partly because of that. I don't think so. I think it's just generations and generations of different things coming down into your gene pool. And it's right. Yeah. I know like a prominent widow's peak is in my gene pool on my mom's side. That's prominent. But other yeah. than that, I mean, I know my brother has male pattern baldness, which mm-hmm. is androgenic alopecia, but that's it. Like nobody yeah. else. So I'm like, huh, I wonder who was bald. Like any women. I'm curious if any women in my genes or ancestry right. have gotten it. That's what I'm yeah. curious about. Huh. So yeah. another way for this question, how would you answer? Like if a young girl was going up to her mom now saying, why don't I have hair mom? What would you give advice of how to answer that? Well, I guess I would tell them realistically, I don't know, but it has something to do with your family histories. And all they have to know is that it's nothing that they did. It's nothing they could have prevented, nothing they could have done, and that they're loved and there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with them. And that, like, I mean, that somebody that has, say, like brown hair compared to blonde hair compared to, obviously, no hair. And, you know, it's, we just have to put it out there that, it's nothing, nothing to be ashamed of. And, you know, there's alternatives out there. You guys have such cute headbands now and Mm -hmm. wraps and, you know, wigs that are funny. And I mean, you look around and there isn't many people that just have regular hair anymore. They have colored hair, they have, you know, or a lot of people shave their heads, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That's like a stock. That's a thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you're beautiful. And you guys are beautiful. Oh, hair, yeah. does, hair does not make the person <laughs> beautiful I, in and out. We always in and out. Absolutely. Yeah, it's funny because I swear we look like different people every time we record. Oh yeah, we change our wigs. We're wearing <laughs> no wigs. We're wearing no hats. Like we're different people every single time. Absolutely. And that's what makes and it you fun. Make, and make fun exactly. Make yeah. it fun. You know. Absolutely. I remember your dad actually. He had a. He was in the RCMP and he had a sergeant and the sergeant had no hair none whatsoever and somebody was bugging him one day and he says yes well god only made so many perfect heads and the rest you put hair on so (laughs) that's cute (laughs) yeah so i thought that was kind of okay you know i forgot you guys used to say that to me yeah oh that's cute yeah (laughs) i love that but it is so true you know and you guys without your wigs you are beautiful i mean absolutely absolutely that's definitely the message that we're trying to push out too is just to normalize it just if you see us walking around you should know what alopecia is you know Mm -hmm. yeah like that's what we're trying to do it shouldn't be like a oh it should be like oh they have alopecia cool and then just keep it going you know what i mean so they're not sick they're just you know they just have no hair so what that's what we're trying to get to yep absolutely i know i was bullied a little bit as a child how do you approach the situation what do you do in the bowling? background? <laughs> I sicked your brother on them. <laughs> we do not condone violence. No. no, no, we do not condone violence. But when your child is suffering, it's like you want to do something. All we could tell her basically was is that those people 
are just not happy with themselves and they have to bully somebody else because they're different. Even people that don't realize they're, what they're saying, because I know we went through a, a tale one day and Kristen was in front of me, I think. And this lady just, who was running the tale, and she was an old, like she wasn't old, but she was an older lady. She wasn't like a teenager. And she says, is that a wig you're wearing? You know, just blurts it out in front of everybody. And I'm going, are you kidding me? I said, that was not a very nice thing to say. Well, I just was wondering. I said, I don't care. <laughs> you don't say that out loud. I said, she does not want people to know she's wearing a wig. Oh I said, how goodness. dare you? Like, think about what you're saying here. This is a kid. Like, right. no sense, you know. Oh. But in her mind, she wasn't doing anything wrong. She just, you know, was curious. <laughs> Oh, and those people are still <laughs> alive and well today tell, telling us every which way and, and, you know, saying terrible things, whether yeah. in person, through social media, through, like, oh. And I think social media, I mean, it has been so good, but it is also a platform for the yeah, trolls and trolls. haters and stuff. And it's like, are you people, none of you people happy in your own lives that right. you have to be that mean to other people? Right. Just, you know, be the uplifting, be the ones that are out there saying, you know, you're beautiful yeah. instead of saying, who do you think you are going on here and saying this and this and this? It's like, just be happy. People need just to be happy and treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I just, I don't get it. Neither do we. <laughs> Neither do we. No, not at all. So I know you said there wasn't very many resources, but was there a best resource that you could think of like while I was going through this or or anything like that actually in our situation no we didn't really have anything you know I'd look up I'd read and figure out you know okay this this and this and and bottom line was really there is nothing you can basically do I think if I would have dug further and tried to reach out to say somebody or something maybe they could have helped emotionally but yeah. resource wise I mean, we got as much information as we could, and we talked to every doctor and every person that we could, but nobody was there to support the actual people that have alopecia and what they are going through. Yeah. They tried to treat the physical part of it, but there's nothing to say the mental part because you get all these comments, well, it's just hair. Who cares? It's not just hair. It is the whole thing behind the hair. Yeah. and our society and what people norm deem as normal and it's hurtful that's actually interesting that you say that i've never looked at it that way when people say it's just hair and then you think of the physical the physical hair and the appearance there's so much behind just it's, that that hair that it's just a cloud of stuff oh absolutely and i feel like people literally just think of the hair like oh you absolutely. can wear wigs or like, do you know anything that comes along with losing your hair? They don't. I, I never no. really thought about that, that people literally just think of the physical hair. Because that's yeah. what they see, right? Yeah. You know, and then it's like, wow, there is so much behind this that you guys just don't understand what these guys have gone through. Right. You know. And you also can't compare, because I have seen people compare like shaving your head if you don't have any hair loss, just for like a style compared yeah. to hair loss. Like one you can control and the other you can't. So you cannot compare those two. No, you can't. At all. That's crazy too is people are like, just shave it. And it's like, the, it, no, <laughs> I can't even. It's so hard to explain to people that, that don't have hair loss or haven't had kids with hair loss because 
they just think it's like, oh, it's just an easy fix. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's not just the physical easy fix that we're doing. There's psychological, mental, so many things that you can't just put a remote (laughs) up to you and just change your feelings. Like Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's the young people that are getting bullied right now that I feel so sorry for because, you know, what they're going through, they think there's nobody there. And if they don't have a family support, oh my gosh, you know, Kristen had love. I mean, from everybody that we, that was, I think that was our biggest resource was the fact that was the family came together. I mean, like even your brother, you know, anybody picked on her or whatever. I mean, he was right there and he wasn't going to let them. Yeah. And, but even that, you know, he felt helpless too. And I made him, I think the second or third time that you went to get your shots in your head, I made him go too. Like I made yeah. him come and watch because I wanted him to understand what she was physically going through to try and, you know, fix something and nothing was working. It touched him. Yeah. You know, it really absolutely. did. Talking to my brothers too, it's like they couldn't do anything not even say anything to help me out. Like they could just be there for me. And it was like, that's all you can really do. So with Kristen's story, it's so interesting because you didn't have social media. You didn't have any of that. Not even support groups because there probably weren't any, honestly, back then. I bet everybody was just focusing on the physical aspect and trying to get their hair back rather than support systems. It's so crazy to think of that. But the best thing you could have done is just been a family that supported her. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that that was huge for me, too, because I didn't want to find support groups. I knew they were out there. I've heard of them. I knew of NAF. Like, I knew of all these things, but I said, absolutely not, because I'm not. I'm just not talking about it to anyone, even people that have it, I'm not talking to. See, yeah. she's just as stubborn as I am. Yeah. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was very stubborn about my hair loss. But I think when you go through a trauma, you know, like you guys have gone through, there's two ways you can give up or you can become stronger. Yeah. And you know, that, that is an issue. These young kids that get it, like that young girl, that just devastated me because I mean, they couldn't have got her help if she would, didn't want help. If she could have reached even you guys and had conversations with you and stuff, it would have been so awesome. Yeah. Or if she was new to them, because just like, just like we were right. Like I was like, no, it's growing back. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't even talk to that one kid in school that had alopecia because yeah, I was just like, right. I'm not like you. Get away from me. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I feel horrible at yeah, but how I acted as a child yeah. for that. But I wasn't, I wasn't open. But it wasn't you though. That's one of my favorite things to kind of realize is your, your hairless kind of makes you someone in the, the bad parts. It makes you someone that you don't recognize half the time. For eight years, I didn't recognize myself because of my hair loss. And then once I accepted it and let it go, I was like, oof, I should probably revisit the person I was becoming because of my hair loss. And it wasn't a good thing because I haven't really heard many people talk about that where there's so many people that embrace it. And I love that. But there's also people that don't want to. And Mm -hmm. I was one of those people. I was because for eight years, I was like, no, I'm not going to embrace it. I'm going to keep this hope going. And I was disappearing. And once I let go of all that, I have never experienced something before (laughs) like that in my life where I was in the deepest, darkest pit of depression of my life. And then I found a support group of people my age and I went, oh, okay. It was like a flick of the switch. 
in seconds. I, for years, I was just down about myself, found people, connected, and was like, oh, I'm going to post about it now. (laughs) It's insane to even think about that because I was ready to live my life with just hair loss and not tell anybody. So Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. What are you looking forward to in the future, even though I'm old, for for me? It could be hair loss or it could be like in general. I think just continuing on your journey that you've started right now, just reaching out to people, being those mentors, being, you know, somebody that other people can look to and find inspiration in because you are very inspirational, you know, in all you've done and all you've gone through and come through such a better person, such a outgoing, such a wanting to help other people. and let them understand that what they're going through they're not alone I agree it's a journey that is just you know awesome and I mean you've also accomplished you've become a somebody in your field that is mainly male dominated you've become an outspoken person in a female role which is again (laughs) so you know I mean would you have done this if you had hair all along who knows maybe you would maybe you wouldn't have but it's something that because of what you've gone through, you empathize with people, you lift them up, you lift their spirits, you want to, you know, help them be happy. And because you've become happy in your own skin, that's a huge milestone. Huge. I won't cry over here. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are so proud of you, you know, and all that you've done and accomplished. And that's pretty awesome. Well, thank you, Mama. <laughs> all right. Well, I untear up. What is one piece of advice you would give parents whose child is either beginning with their hair loss or kind of in that tough stage with their hair loss? All you can do is be there for them and love them and tell them they're beautiful and that they are going to do great things in their life. Doesn't matter what you have to go through, you're going to do it on a journey. You'll be there with them and be there with them. You know, talk to them. That's the biggest thing is get them to talk you know, their fears, speak them out loud. Let's squash those fears and say that, here, reach out to these people that have been through what you've been through. I feel like a huge thing for kids that have alopecia or possibly regressing right now is pushing them to meet people that are like them is going to be so big in their journey. It's going to help them through so many things. If I had a kid and my kid also had alopecia, I would absolutely have my kid be in front of and be hanging out with people that have, or kids that have alopecia. That's just incredible to see. I mean, I see in Baltimore, they meet up, all the kids meet up with each other and they're just so happy. They're so 100% themselves. And sometimes you don't feel like that around other kids that don't have hair loss. So I agree. I 100% agree. Just pushing those limits and, you know, squashing those fears, like you said. Well, that's all my questions. Woohoo. That's right. You got through them. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say 85%. No. (laughs) Just kidding. 110. 110. (laughs) Our chick bit of the day. Elephant moms nurse their calves for up to six years. Can you even imagine? No. <laughs> Poor like, mama elephant. Get out of here. <laughs> I, no. Wow. Absolutely, absolutely not for me. <laughs> right, Nick? Right? Years? Six oh. years. Up to. So, you know, there's those other ones that might be like, oh, I only want to nurse for four years. But <laughs> so Get out of here, baby elephant. Like, do these elephants grow big like a big elephant and they're still nursing? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Can you imagine this giant 
head coming down and trying to ever, never mind. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think of that. Of course they're going to be full grown by six years. <laughs> I think so, and it's like, get away Sorry. from me, you. <laughs> You're too large, get out. Oh man, you're by size, like what are you doing? You can eat plants and stuff. <laughs> that's good. good. Crazy. Oh, that's okay. really funny. <laughs> you guys know the drill. If you want to get a hold of us, you can at thosebaldchicks at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. All the links to everything you need is in our direct me, which will be in the episode description. And until next time, folks, bald pack out. <laughs>